0: this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The Bible says to make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands, to serve the Lord with gladness, to come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who hath made us and not we ourselves. We're his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth through all generations. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you got us up this morning and that we were in our right minds and that we had a mind to worship. God, we thank you that we serve a risen Savior who's in the world today and his name is Jesus. Bless our time together, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen! What a great day, and what this pandemic has taught us is to stand and preach anywhere. Amen. <laughs> we are the body of Christ. So wherever you go, you're the church. You're the church in drive-through. You're the church online. I'm so delighted to be here with this ministry, uh, with these pastors, and I'll just say their names interchangeably because why? They're one. They're all about uh, spreading the good news of Jesus Christ and When I got the call that they wanted me to come, I was like, yeah, we can make this work because we have a relationship. We've been able to come together on the seven last words, and and what a spirit, what a staff, what a beautiful people that we have. And congratulations on 12 years. Amen. That's no small matter. In fact, this month, Harvest is celebrating 15 years. Amen. Amen. There are a lot of things that we have in common. Uh, We're a mobile ministry, so everybody know how to pack up good. Amen? Uh, To the folks at Harvest, God bless you. There's a word from the Lord today I want to share, one that you're probably familiar with in the book of Galatians, the third chapter, verse number 28. It reads, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. I want to preach today on this anniversary from the sermonic topic, living in unity. Living in unity, long before the days of PlayStation and all their many games I can't pronounce or do I know unless I ask my grandsons. And Candy Crush and all that. Children in my school, what I'm telling my age, would get excited to run out to the playground during recess, to play a contest or to take part in a tug of war. We thought that was a big deal. You know, that's when you get the people who are strong and you get on either side and you pull and sometimes we put mud in the middle so you really got messed up if you lost. But thank God for people like Calvin Mitchell. Everybody knew Calvin Mitchell on campus because Calvin was strong. If Calvin came to your team, you probably going to win for the day. But for many of Us, as we think about where we are today, we're in our own tug of war. Whether it's dealing with the pandemic or our own personal struggles, amen? Nobody is exempt from a challenge, but thank God for Jesus. And so this week happened. Oh, yes, it did. This week happened. We witnessed a tug of war over power in our nation's capital. The images of violence and bloodshed. And loss of life are still fresh in our minds today. It, it was a tug of war for the world to see. Amen. In that moment, we were a nation that lacked unity, that lacked harmony, that lacked solidarity, and to an extent that lacked identity. Well, I stopped by on the 12th anniversary to encourage the people of God to continue to live in unity. Now, that's what Paul. Had in mind, I think, when he wrote a letter to the Christians there in Galatia, in southern Galatia, modern day Turkey. Scholars say that Paul started the church during one of his missionary journeys there in Asia Minor. But keep in mind that there was a before Paul and an after Paul. Amen? Sometimes we forget, say, Paul, you saying it. Well, Paul was a rascal. He went by the name Saul, he was trying to go against anything but unity. He was trying to destroy the church. Paul would go in people's homes and drag them off to jail because he did not agree with what they were doing. But, but one day, Paul met his match on the Damascus Road. And, and one day, we met our match. Aren't you glad you met your match, that you're not the old you? Oh, you know, folk, folk know the old you and the name associated with it. But thank God of transformation. That, do you remember when the Lord saved you and brought you? Paul, with a changed heart, became a unifier. So, in the letter to the church at Galatia, he learned that they had been teaching something that did not exactly meet with the standard. They had fallen into error, in particular, is what they practiced and what they believed. He placed blame at the feet of Judaizers, and that is a group which. Lived by way of Jewish customs. They were very strict in that regard. And some may have considered it a strange gospel. But thank God that you are under great leadership. These men of God, they are doers of the word and not hearers only. And you got to be careful. You got to be able to sift that stuff. But thank God, here at Great City, I almost say it anyhow, you're being fed and you're being led with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you can't always say that. Amen? So Paul encouraged the people of Galatia to embrace unity. He addressed the barriers that he saw and that existed. Ethnic barriers, social barriers, gender barriers, which today continue to try to keep us from living in unity. Let's unpack Galatians 3.28. Ethnic barriers. There's neither Jew nor Gentile. What do you mean when you say a barrier? It's an offense. It's an obstacle that gets in your way over in my neighborhood on Bel Air Road. There's an obstacle. There's a water main break. And folk are in a frenzy because they can't get to their main spot. Praise God. Those are barriers that prevent you from having access. And so for the past day or two, there's been that barrier. But the text talks about Jewish teachers who insisted that non-Jews or, Jew, Jew, or Gentiles must obey the Jewish laws and traditions. Now, the same mindset, I'm afraid, exists today. As an African-American male, I, I know about barriers based on my race. But God has shown me how to get around barriers. You can't complain. you got to find a way to say, I, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. You have to face your own barriers, whatever they may be. Uh, but as a community, we can't live in unity until we address these ethnic barriers. Now, Jesus was hated. He prayed for his disciples that they would one day be unified. John 17, he says, I've given them uh, the glory that you gave me, God, that they may be one as we are one, I in them, and you and me, so that we may be brought to complete unity. Unity. As we strive to live in unity, we must deal with ethnic barriers, but also social barriers. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free. Now, slavery is a dark chapter in our nation's history. and In the early 19th century, America had to wrestle with this sense of barriers, social barriers. 50 years before the end of slavery, political leaders got together with the American Colonization Society, and they sent freed slaves to West Africa, Liberia. 12,000 people took part in this experiment, some of them leaving from Fells Point, right here in Baltimore City. I was honored to travel to West Africa some 15 years ago to report that history in a documentary called Africa's Maryland. You can find it on YouTube. But Paul tried to help the people of Galatia to see that they were free in Jesus Christ. See, we're free not to disobey Christ, but we are free to serve the Lord and to serve him with gladness and conviction and with love. We must use that freedom to love one another. That's no small matter. Not just I love you, brother, but I mean really loving on people to the point to where you really see them as a part of the body of Christ. John 8, 36 says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. As we strive to, to live day in and day out in unity, we must deal with these social barriers and these ethnic barriers, but also gender barriers. Amen says, neither slave nor free, male and female, for you are one in Christ Jesus. Paul had a ministry where females were involved. Priscilla, who served in Corinth with her husband, Aquila, tent makers, amen? And they were about spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. There there was Deacon Phoebe, amen? Uh, She was one who also served. Can I add somebody to the list? The late... Pastor Ollie Graham. Who's that? That's my maternal grandmother. And she was a pastor in the 50s. Amen? Amen. She, uh, the world was that they gave her a building. And, and Grandma Ollie went on top of the roof and was doing roof work and, and doing the bathroom. Now, she lived to be 101. And on the day I did my first preachment, she passed that week. I was able to go to Florida And to eulogize her, what an honor. There's no male or female in Christ, no gender barrier. Christ's ministry was really about women being involved. Oh, I know brothers don't want to hear that sometime. Amen. Who was at the grave? It was the women folk. Amen. His own mother was a part of that ministry. He healed the blind man. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. And bottom line, we're all one in Christ Jesus, not so much by what we say. Unity is tricky, you know, just because somebody pat you on the back and and, and give you a fist bump these days, but it's what we do. We are what doers of the word. Let your light so shine before men and women that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. It's going to be a surprise in heaven. Revelation 7, 9 and 10. After this, I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language, and they were standing before the throne of God and before the Lamb. Unity, I believe, is not optional. We must be one in the Spirit. I love the words to this song, and it's praise, ain't been rocking. They could sing it, I'm sure they've done it before. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord, and we pray that our unity will one day be restored, and they'll know us because we are Christians by our love. We will work with each other side by side, and we'll guard each man's dignity And save each man's pride. And they'll know, he'll have to guess, they'll know that we are Christians not because of a badge. They'll know that we are Christians because what? We love one another. That was Calvary. And that's what it was all about. Jesus came and he died and he rose. It was a snapshot of unity. Oh, when the saints go marching in. I I want to be in that number. When the saints go, you know, I got to march on, and I really want to be in that number. I hope to see you. Amen. As we begin to march in step with the mission of Jesus Christ. You know, soon we'll be done with the troubles of this world. I thank God today that unity is something that we don't just talk. Unity is something that we live. Enemy, you've not won. Enemy, you took a swipe. But thank God for Jesus. Amen. Amen that we are victorious in him. No, we're not, we're not chumps now. We are Christians, and thank God for Jesus that we're able to move on. Well, that is the word of God today. It's already blessed. Thank God on this 12th anniversary. And even as we move toward our time of a closing prayer, uh, I want to get this commercial out the way before I pray. And Thank God for the folk here great city that my book that came out a couple years ago, I feel like a salesman for Jesus. It's called Leading by Example, a Parental Guide to Teaching and Modeling Christian Faith at Home. You can find it at TimTutonTV.com. Just like a newsman, right? Well, let's take a moment even now to pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you have us in position even now to be witnesses. We thank you, God, whether it's over social media uh, whether it's behind a mask, we thank you for using us. And Father, even now, we know that this is the body of Christ. and We know it's not back to normal, but you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Bless your people today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. To God be the glory.